1: You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like...
0: bring them out bring them out bring them out bring them out welcome into the drive with ad and rap former husker football national champion speaker and author aaron davis nebraska will win the national championship The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history. 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Raff. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: all right everybody we are back again this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket we are proudly sponsored by sand hills global sand hills global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales traveling support software development web design and more Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. So apply today at Sandhills.jobs. Boom. boom. That's sort of like the Chris Collinsworth slide on. I, I love the Chris Collinsworth slide. Yeah, it's got to be done.
0: He that's, that's when when all the shift was going around with the, uh, the broadcasters. I thought, yeah, the oh, no, is, is Chris Collinsworth not going to? Which his brother, or not his brother, his son, Jack, who does yep. some of the Notre Dame games. Um, he maybe do he may do uh, NFL now as like a sideline. He's guy. on he's on NBC I believe. Bye Rico. Hey 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 hey. <laughs> Bye Rico. Come on Rico, tell us your thoughts.
1: <laughs> tell us your thoughts. Rico always tells us. Nah, he's, he's going away. to work out. He's, he's got to go work out. Farrell's nine fifteen. He better get there pretty fast because it's nine oh nine right now. He That's must, true. Yeah, he must be one of those that walks in a little bit after the warm-up. He up. must not worry about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He
0: was super busy up on his uh, TikTok earlier when I, when he I, runs, when I saw He runs. He runs
1: by his own clock.
0: Yeah, he probably he probably just tries to do the workout on his own. Speaking of clocks, I think it's about
1: that time. Is it? Yes. Now punting Sam <laughs> Cook. Oh, I gotta
0: put the play button here.
1: Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about the science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love. Love me
0: too. World this would be. All right, Raph. So before we get to this, uh, it's funny that Sam Cook says what a wonderful world this could be. Um, this is a new report from Damar Hamlin. For the first time, Bill's safety Damar Hamlin is addressing the team via FaceTime. The breathing tube wow. is out, and he spent the morning speaking to various teammates on FaceTime now he's oh. delivering a message to the entire group. Oh, that's awesome! So that comes from Ian Rappaport and uh, of, of the NFL Network. So, so great, great news. That is so uplifting for that, for Demar Hamlin.
1: Man, that, that happy that's, Friday. You know when you hear about stuff, that's great and it's uplifting. But for the team to actually see him and talk to him, Bills aren't losing on Sunday. Yeah, I got a feeling they're going to B- be. Bills aren't. Bills aren't. Bills are not a, losing on Sunday. Might be a team on a mission on. It, Sunday. It's it's
0: similar to the Mississippi State effect. Yeah, Mississippi State was never going to lose a bowl game, no matter who they played. Yeah. Um and, and Bills are not losing on Sunday. Yeah, so so that's that's, that's awesome. That's awesome see. news. That's awesome to hear.
1: So I don't usually go to notes. Usually I just kind of have it in my head, and I just go off that. But this is this this one cracked me up today. In 1681, on January 6th, the first recorded boxing match is engineered by Christopher Monk. The second Duke of Abba Marie. Can you tell me who the two fighters were?
0: Not even a chance. This, Not even a chance. This cracked me up so much. So a, a Duke a, of du- Abba Abbanan. Abamari. Abamari. <laughs> Christopher Monk.
1: Okay. And guess and the two fighters. His butler and his butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say the names? No names. Oh no. Just his butler and his butcher. I saw that today. I just started laughing. I was like, "That is awesome!" You you know the Mike Tyson's of the world and the Terence Bud Crawford. But instead we got, we
0: got we G- got the Butcher Duke. and the Butler. Yeah, the the Butcher and the Butler of a Duke of Abba Marie in 1681, the first <laughs> boxing awesome.
1: match. I I saw that. I I just started laughing. I was like, "This is great." Was it just a fight? The boxing boxing match. So a true boxing true match. True boxing. That is the first ever boxing match.
0: Uh, Rico says the Patriots just lost to the Bills. Cubsker says Bills by sixty. Um, that's yeah, that's uh, understandable. Sorry guys. Um, Rico, your your Patriots just got obliterated <laughs> to the Bills. I, I mean that's so, the, that's the thing. Cubsker. <laughs> so the butcher started beef with the but with the butler. <laughs> That's funny, so, um,
1: and then we got we got some more history too. We got okay, some more history. Keep, keep it rolling. Keep I it think rolling. we'd had a question earlier in the week, or not in the week, probably a couple weeks ago, if Nebraska had ever had a quarterback start in the Super Bowl, and on this day in 1980, Vince Ferragamo, ah, won nice. the NFC Championship. I believe it was against the Cowboys, and advanced his team to play in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh,
0: how about that? The black and yellow. Um, Now, here's what's interesting. I shout out to DP for this. I have a a signed Vince Ferragamo jersey. Heck, yeah. Signed Husker Vince Ferragamo jersey that's hanging up. Yeah, that's when Nebraska
1: was throwing the football a little bit back then. That was before we made that switch to the I. Yep. And then in 1985, Jake, I hope you're not listening. Well, actually, this was a good moment for you back in 85. But I'm guessing you weren't weren't born yet. No,
0: Jake. Jake. I want to say Jake was okay. So he just turned thirty. Thirty. So, so ninety two. Yeah. Maybe ninety one. So in 1985,
1: Dan Marino gets the victory and mm. the championship game to advance to the Super Bowl against the 49ers, which would be Dan Marino's only Super Bowl that he'd appear in. And yeah, the 49ers won, I believe, 38 to 16, where. Roger Craig should be Hall of Famer. Had three touchdowns in the game. Jeez. Should be a Hall of Famer. Not there. And then, the last bit of history that I have for you today. Well, I guess I got a couple birthdays, too. But the last bit of history on this day in 1994. Nancy Kerrigan. Okay. Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. It was a mixture of her and her boyfriend hired Jeff Galouli, I believe and before Nancy Kerrigan was about to step out on the ice somebody came up with a kind of a nightstick type thing and hit her in the knee and that was the famous her crying in the background Jeez. going why why and that was the um the Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding the beginning of it all which you would have never thought in figure no. skating that it would turn into people trying to take people out just to to qualify for the Olympics. But that's where it began back in 1994. And then we got two birthdays today. All right. Lou Holtz. No way. Yep. How old is he now? He was born in 37.
0: Holy so I'm not crap. sure what the, what that equals up All right, to. Alright, so that's just an easy let's let's hit up week media. Is that, a, is that 89? He looks a lot older than 89. He is 86. 86. Yikes. So
1: happy birthday, Lou. And then our other birthday today is NFL Hall of Famer and Fox broadcasting veteran, Howie Long, number seventy five. Oh, okay. I had to say that one just because my mom's had a huge crush on Howie for several years. So Howie Long, sixty-three years old. So yeah, it was always, you know, frustrating being a Broncos fan and my mom's like, That Howie's just so good looking. But so happy birthday to you guys, and that basically wraps up the history for today's fun and excitement.
0: Man, okay, so, hold on. Beth Barkis—did she pass away? Is that why? Anyway, I, I'm I'm looking up Lou Holtz right now because Lou Holtz. It's
1: funny, you know. They always talk about Lou Holtz. That Man, Lou, just when he coached at Notre Dame, yeah. But he was at Ark. He was very successful at Arkansas for a while too. That's kind of what lifted him up in the college ranks. Because so I believe he left Arkansas – or no, actually, I take. Well, he was at Minnesota. He was he was at Minnesota also. Was it Minnesota, Arkansas, or Arkansas? I'm gonna, I got here, that, I, here, I can look it I up. Got for my timeline confused. I have it right there. here. And he was just like um, Nathaniel Hackett. He was like go by the Jets. He didn't even make it through a full Ooh. year. New York Jets. Here's
0: a question. Here, okay, two Lou Holtz trivia questions. Oh boy, where did he play? Where did Lou Holtz play? Man, that's I don't know. Kent State. Oh, I should. Do you won do it. you know the position that he played? Oh, he had to be a defensive tackle, linebacker. Darn. Where did he start? His coaching career in nineteen sixty
1: oh, wow nineteen sixty
0: it is a big ten school I'll go Minnesota Iowa Iowa he started his he had his he was at Iowa for one year, then went to William and Mary, then Yukon, then was an assistant at South Carolina, an assistant at Ohio State. then he was the head coach nine years into his career. he got his first head coaching gig and ever since then it was the head coach um, he was the head coach. Sixty-nine, he got William and Mary's job. Seventy-two, he was at NC State, then went to the New York Jets. Yep. Then from the year. Yep. Then from seventy-seven to eighty-three, he was with Arkansas. Okay. Then Minnesota. Yep. Then Notre Dame. Then South Carolina. Yep. Coach Lou Holtz. He was three and ten in the NFL. Yikes! Yeah, I did not make it through
1: a full season that year.
0: How many, how many uh, Bear Bryant awards did he win? Bear
1: Bryant. My coaching Coach Coach of the of year. The year yep. I'll
0: say probably
1: one in eighty-six, I'm guessing. Close, one in eighty eight. Yep. Tony Rice was his quarterback.
0: I'm gonna say two. Two, nice. Seventy seven with Arkansas. Yep. His first year with Arkansas. And then in eighty eight, his uh third year with Notre Dame. Yep. That was so. I believe they won the national championship.
1: Jeez. That was Notre Dame versus West Virginia. It was funny listening to Steve Taylor. He was on the um the captain show yesterday and he talked about that his senior year he was second team all-american or third team i can't remember but major harris that was the year where he rose to prominence and led west virginia to the national championship games so yeah
0: now so lou holtz 86 years old today um born in fullensby west virginia wow fullensby west virginia i'm curious has a population of 2,853 (laughs) <laughs> it's located along the Ohio River. Man, Lou Holtz trivia. Never thought you would have done it today on a random Friday. Uh, it's, but uh, it's always interesting to see where
1: the coaches uh, you know got their starts at. Yeah, like I, mean, I, I love looking at coach history just to see where and just to see the tree. That's one thing that I really, when there's new coaches, I always like going back and looking at their coaching tree. Yeah, seeing who they've coincided with because it's always I always laugh about Hastings, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Cracks me up all the time. Yep. You had Tom Osborne, who's, you know, one of the greatest, one if of the not the greatest, greatest coaches in college football history. Yep. And then you had Bill Parcells that coached there at Hastings. So you had, like, two of the best coaches in the history of football, and they were both – <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six for a limited time. Price participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. You know, walking the streets of Hastings, Nebraska. It's, it's crazy. It's
0: it's insane. Um, yes. Yeah, so like Tony White, for example. Tony White got his start in 2006 as a head coach at St. Genevieve High School in California. Yeah. Then got became grad assistant after one year. Then at UCLA. Then it was New Mexico. Then it was San Diego State, Arizona State, Syracuse, Nebraska. Yeah, definitely. So, and you get to hear from Tony today, Coach. Yeah, White. yeah. So we get to hear from from both Marcus Satterfield and offense coordinator. Uh, yeah, exactly. Offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, and now um, for Nebraska, and then Tony White as well. So we get to hear from those guys at one o'clock. So unfortunately, I will not be on the happy hour today. But because uh, I'll be at the the press conference, the presser. But I will be um, reporting stuff from there. Uh, so, what question would you ask each or, each one of them? Why Nebraska? Just why? Now, Nebraska? now, now here's the thing. That's that's. A I very, think they're going to come back with because uh, Matt Rule. That's a very general question. Um, generalized question. I get that, but I think it's fascinating to know. Like Tony White. He and Dino Babers somewhat turned around Syracuse. They had a little bit of a. Di- they started out with a disappointing start this season, yeah. But they started to turn around. They eventually got to a bowl game, right? Yeah. Marcus Satterfield was interesting because, yes, I also with Satterfield specifically. What did you learn with your time as the assistant offensive line coach at Carolina? Because. The, Matt Rule spoke about it on the signing day press conference, or maybe it was his introductory press conference. I, I, I'm getting them mixed up. Either way, Matt Rule spoke about it, how he intentionally did that so that when Marcus Satterfield turned into an offensive coordinator, whether it was under Matt Rule, whether it was not, so that he understood the value of an offensive line. Yep. And he understood more than just the quarterback, the wide receivers, the running back. He understood what made an, uh, an offense go. Yep. So I, I think with Marcus Satterfield, I think it's really interesting to hear what did you learn with your time as the assistant offensive line coach back in 2020 with the Panthers, and what was your initial thought when you got selected as that in that spot? Because this is a guy that into his entire career, it was wide receiver coach, offensive coordinator, <laughs> associate head coach and passing game coordinator, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, running backs coach, tight ends coach, quarterbacks coach, and then nestled in there in 2020 under Matt Rule, you're the assistant offensive line coach. Yeah. So what what was your takeaway? Why? What have you learned from that from that time? Because here he is at Nebraska, same same role as he was at South Carolina the last two years, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Um, and you had a playmaker at quarterback in Spencer Rattler. So, yeah. um, I mean Spencer Rattler, not not a bust by by any means, but is is one of those guys that. Didn't live up to his five star potential and his raising canes on IL deal. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Speaking it is what it of is. craziness,
1: yesterday, did you see Tristan Gebbia is yeah, Gebbia, Gebbia past- is in the portal. Gebbia, yeah, Tristan Gebbia is in the portal. Has another year. I, I thought he'd been graduated for two years. So I was, I was, I was kind of surprised. I'm not gonna lie, because that that just seems like an eternity ago
0: since the the Cali, cal Nebraska. Yeah, which that seems. I mean, think about those guys. That was in that Calabrasca movement. Obviously, Bookie is one of them. Um, Before he went to IMG, he was at Calabasas. Um, And then you had uh, the the Johnson guy. Um, Oh, Keyshawn. Yeah, Keyshawn Johnson Jr., who was at Calabasas. You had um, Tristan Jebia. Darnay Holmes was one of them as well. I was going to say, there's a few that are in the NFL now. That that are in the NFL. Darnay Holmes ended up going to UCLA but visited Nebraska. Way um, Darnay, I remember yes, that. Yes, yes, Raph. Thank you. Thank Gosh. You. Thank you. It's good to hear. It, I, th- that was my, at that moment, so I was, what year was that? Would that have been 2018? I think it' longer back than that, actually. Oh, it might have been eight seventeen. 17. No, it would have been 18 because it would have been Frost's first year. Because that would have been the, no. 20, 2018 was the recruiting class with But Buki. it was Mike Riley
1: that was the Cal Nebraska guy.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying Jeb, okay, so it would have been like 2017? Yeah, I think so. Because, because I think Jebbia
1: came the first year and redshirted, and then he thought he was going to be the starter that
0: next year. Well, because there was that thought of like, oh, Adrian Martinez is coming in, and you have Adrian yep. versus Tristan Jebbia. Is there really a competition? Yeah,
1: redshirt yeah. freshman versus, versus yeah. So Okay,
0: so in, in the 2017 football or uh, recruiting class for Nebraska, oh, man, some of these names. And Buki, Buki he, was, he was at um, – that high school too, but then he went to IMG. IMG. Last yep. Year. Yep. Exactly. That and and wild. Buki Buki struggled just because he wasn't very tall. He yeah, he, he, he struggled height wise. Listen to this. So re- I, I want to read through these names in 2017, and the guys that actually produced
1: because <laughs> this is this is remarkable. Did Ty John Lindsay? Did he graduate or has he got another year left too? I
0: think he has another year. Wow. wow. I think there I think Tajon I think I read somewhere that wow. Tajon's gonna get another year. That's crazy. But he actually he actually does stuff at Oregon State though. Tajon Lindsay. He was a redshirt senior last year. So So he might be done. So maybe he's done, which would make me sad. Tajon, I, I remember where I was. When Tajon Lindsay committed to Nebraska, when he when he when he decommitted to Ohio, from Ohio State and committed to Nebraska. Oh, man. Um, how crazy is that? I was on the in the Amigos on 70th and a in that's Lincoln. A, that's a memory, right? There. I, it's crazy. Who would have thunk? Um, <laughs> this season, 2022, 30 catches for three hundred and seventeen yards and a touchdown. He had two carries for twenty one yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, not a bad day o- over his entire career. 90 catches, 1,015 yards, and 9 touchdown receptions. All of those touchdowns coming at Oregon State. But, okay, so read through this 2017 list, Raf. You're going to kind of laugh at some of these names. Oh, that's be good. Tyjohn Lindsey was the highest one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Avery Roberts, who ended up go he was the linebacker who ended up going back to Oregon State. Yeah. after uh, After that. Tristie
1: Avery Robert did he go to Oregon or did he go to Youngstown State or do I have the wrong? I want one? to say
0: Avery Roberts went to went to Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah, he went to Oregon State. Okay, all right. Yep, yep, he went to Oregon State, and then and, and and Milkman says Nick he doesn't do bleep at Oregon State. I'm not saying he is. He's had a few catches. I'm not saying he's Stanley Morgan Jr., but he's doing more than he did at Nebraska. So I would oh, say yeah, there's no. substance there. You wonder um, if you could ask
1: those guys if if they could have stayed at Nebraska if they would have stayed. Hindsight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That'd be an interesting kind of thing. Tristan Jebbia, who is going to get another one, get another year. Javon McQuitty. Oh, yeah. People forget about Javon. Yeah, he's from Missouri, I believe. Yep, yep, nice. Keyshawn Johnson.
1: Javon, he went to, I think he went to like a smaller school. South Dakota? Yeah, I
0: think so. Here, I can click on it. Yeah, I think. South Dakota Coyotes. Yep. So, um, Jayvon. Javon. Keyshawn Johnson, who ended up going to Arizona. Yeah, he went to the party world. He, he, he went to Arizona, but not as a football player. No, nah, he just went as a party. He just went there. Brendan Hymas, who yeah. ended up getting drafted by the Chargers. Yeah. DeAndre Thomas, who yeah. ended up just kind of walking away from football last year. Um, this is wild. Yeah. Matt Sichterman, who ended up becoming Nebraska's starting offensive lineman last year. Guy Thomas ended up transferring to Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, Damian Daniels D Boogie Yeah there we go Hey alright Undrafted free agent To the the Texans Do you recognize any? Like, uh, Do you recognize Willie Hampton
1: I do not recognize okay. Willie Hampton
0: Kurt Raftall Yep Tied in Alright Austin Allen Was in this class Tied in Brock Bando Lined From up. Okay so here's a question What school did Brock Bando go to I think it was IMG Academy Before that Southeast Nice work Alright Chris Walker From Lincoln East Les Miles' son Oh, yeah. Ben Miles was in yeah, this class. Pullback. Uh, you had the first year of Damian Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Jalen Bradley, the Bellevue West running back. Oh
1: yeah. I like Jalen Bradley.
0: I like Jalen Bradley as well. He he was a guy that got went into the transfer portal. Never unfortunately never came out. Yeah, that's, um, that's and nice. then the crazy recruitment of Elijah Blades. Oh yeah. I remember that. Do it, you remember I, this? So he was the guy who came. He was he was from a John Muir High School, if I remember correctly, and I'm looking at his at his entries because or his his like history because this was this was wild how crazy his recruitment was and then he like ended up going to a JUCO instead of coming to Nebraska and, and Raph, you'll actually enjoy hearing where he's from so he signs to Nebraska on February 1st. He ends up not coming to Nebraska, goes to a JUCO. His recruitment blows up, and this is after he committed to Florida, decommitted from Florida, committed to Nebraska, signed to Nebraska, ended (laughs) up not coming to Nebraska. So his recruitment blows up after one year in JUCO. Gets multiple offers from Kentucky, Arkansas, Alabama, Texas, LSU, Miami, among others. Uh, Then it gets offered again by the Florida Gators. (laughs) Visits Oregon, visits other places, eventually commits to Oregon, goes to Oregon, enters the transfer portal, goes to Texas A&M, enters the transfer portal. Is this the Teddy Allen documentary? Listen listen to this. Goes to Texas A&M, visits Florida after he enters the transfer portal again, goes to Florida, enters the portal on December 6th of 2021, and December 29th of 2021 he transfers to the buffalo bulls wow so what a crazy wow. journey i i don't know if he plays wow but this was the guy out of out of um i don't know if it was prep or or wherever out of juco though he was the number one rated player coming out of juco in 2019 that is crazy and nebraska had him nebraska got him to sign he ended up signing with nebraska but unfortunately, yeah,
1: he's he's signed with a lot of people. Yeah, that's like Teddy Allen, the football player.
0: Yeah, exactly. Elijah Blades, Buffalo. I want to see if he if he actually e. made it to Buffalo. Coach Moe Lindquist. Oh, how about this? Okay, so he was a senior. All right. So um, and he's back in the portal. <laughs> he had twenty-seven tackles this season and four pass deflections. Nice. I'm trying to see if. In the Camellia Bowl, did he play? July. The it's Camellia not, it's Bowl, not ringing any bells? He did not. To me. He did not. When they played Maryland, though, back on September third, had six tackles. So, oh God, that's man, crazy. Elijah Blades, what a name! Never thought. I, I didn't think. Crazy. I didn't expect to be talking about Elijah Blades today, but here we are. That is wild. I don't know how we got on that, guys. No, I don't either. Calabasas, twenty seventeen. Yeah.
1: Big, big shout out to the Los Angeles people listening in california i want to say thanks to you guys I, yeah i appreciate the support out there so you guys keep on yeah listening. yeah
0: los angeles
1: los angeles baby those people are, my, are listening out there in los those angeles are my people out there yeah i love me some, I love me some socal but all right we're gonna throw it to break this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket science proves quality sleep is
0: vital to your mental emotional and physical health